0: What up, what up, what up? (laughs) It's your boy Aaron Cox, the casting guy. I'm glad to be back with you guys for episode two here. Today I am going to um, go through seven questions from Quora. I'm a big writer on Quora. I try to answer a few questions anyway, at least every day. Um, Recently I got a, uh, a notification that I'm one of the... I guess, like in the top 10 most read writers in the subject matter of modeling. So that was pretty exciting, and that was also really surprising, too. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I've written anything else in modeling lately, but nonetheless, it was uh, nice to receive that message. So um, it's hard for me to keep up with a lot of the requests. On Quora, as you know, people can... You know, they put it's a question and answer type of forum, so uh, they, they, they write a question for people to answer, and then they also can request answers from various people, particular people. And so now I have a very pretty steady stream of questions that come in every day, so I think it would be fun to address some of these questions here in this podcast I need to come up with like a jingle or some sort of song or something (laughs) something to go in the background uh, at least when I first come on I'm gonna be working on that Um, something that came up to my attention was in episode one I didn't tell you guys why I call myself the casting guy basically what happens is I've been in casting for the better part of 20 years Right. And mostly in L.A. I mean, I, I was in New York for four years and then, um, you know, I, I went to L.A. So when I'm in L.A., I mean, I get recognized a lot, whether I'm at the a restaurant um walking down Hollywood Boulevard, (laughs) people have stopped and seen me and, like, waved, and I don't don't know them, but I know I I must know them from casting, and they probably recognize me from something, or I'm in a grocery store. You know, and a lot of times in the actual casting, there's really not an opportunity to, you know, ask me for my name or anything like that. It's not even really, like, part of the culture. Um, You just come in, you do your audition, and you get out so people would run into me like you know out in public and be like hey hey that's that's uh that's the casting guy hey what's up man what's going on man oh there's the casting guy you know and so like that's where i came up with the casting guy (laughs) because that's how a lot of people know me when they see me they don't know my name but they know me as the casting guy so i thought that was that was fun and i was gonna use it it's mine now (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's see i'm going to try not to spend a whole lot of time on each question but they all bring different facets i think of the business Um, my experience has been in writing producing casting acting photography videography working with models talent management so i tend to write and answer a lot of questions in various subjects various well various subjects on Quora so without further ado let's move to these questions from Quora let me pull just kind of go through Quora and see some questions i don't if a question is something that you can just research on google i don't answer it you know i'm looking i look for questions that you know ask for my opinion uh based on my experience Or um, just my opinion. And I'm not going to pretend to know stuff I don't. I don't like to do that too much. So so without further ado, let me go ahead. Question number one here. Let's see. What can I do to prepare for drama school? I have little acting experience, but years of dance slash performance training. And I really think I'd enjoy acting. I want to try it before applying to college next year to see if drama school would be an option. All right, this one, this question <laughs> seems simple enough to me. I think the easiest thing to do is to get together with a friend or a few friends and do a reading, do a script reading. You know, where basically people sit around a table, Um, if you're not familiar with this, and they read a script out loud, putting some sort of life into it. Don't just read it as like, you know reading material this isn't like you know you, you need to read it as if you are performing it on some level and see how that feels see if that's something fun to you it, you know if it's no fun for you to uh, bring life into words on a page then acting's probably not going to be for you so that's what I would do uh, to prepare for drama school I'd get together with some friends buy some scripts and read them together with people and just get a taste for what this art, this craft is. Okay, that's my recommendation. Um, question number two. What do we got? Let's see. Not gonna do that one. That's totally googable. Google that. Okay, number two. Why are some people so obsessed with? <laughs> this is the going. Why are some people so obsessed with celebrities? Who are obviously not a good example to follow. (laughs) Oh man. Um, I don't know why Western culture in particular. I mean that's really all I can speak from. We put celebrities on this pedestal. They're like mini gods or something. Walking amongst us. Um, I think it's really unfair to them too. Some people are just obsessed with celebrities because, you know, celebrity, in a sense, sells the dream. They've traded in their private life to be a public figure, and a lot of times they make a lot of money for doing that. So we're all hip to the kind of money that celebrity can bring um, in the sports and entertainment world in particular. I'm not really talking about politicians but that's you know they make a lot of money too oftentimes um but yes celebrities make a lot of money a lot of us fantasize of making a lot of money so to watch for example the kardashians on tv who sell the dream quite well a lot of people are obsessed with that and it it drives ratings so um (laughs) As long as Kylie Jenner is selling the dream of being rich, being famous, having people endorse you by buying your products, um, you know, a lot of humans, we just have an insatiable appetite for that, just that they sell the dream. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know any other way else to say it, um, Moving on. Question number three. What do you think about The Simpsons? Now ensuring that minority actors voice minority characters. Ooh. Um. I think it's a great gesture. Yeah, I mean, you can't say anything bad about that. Like, that's cool. Uh, To me, in an ideal scenario, it's inconsequential. You know, like... (sighs) I've heard voiceover actors, white and black, do voices that sound white or black. You know, so to me, it's, it's, um, you know, they're making a statement by doing that. I don't know that it's necessary for me and I'm a minority myself, you know, but we are, we, we do have a hard time getting opportunities and getting mainstream opportunities. So this is, a. Uh, good positive step forward in the sense of giving minorities another opportunity so from that standpoint uh, you know a network show there's going to be nice residuals involved hey I'm happy for them so yes but if they didn't make that kind of gesture it wouldn't make a difference to me you know I'd probably I don't watch The Simpsons anymore I watched it 20 years ago but um this wouldn't sway whether or not I watch it either way you know so all right let me move on that's totally googable. somebody can google that i'm gonna skip it okay number four if a hollywood actor were trained as a fighter for a movie role how effective of a fighter would they be in real life <laughs> okay i think you know what i know the cast of like the matrix they all trained in kung fu for six months I would say if you're you're training like for a living like that, you're gonna come out on the other side pretty tough. So um, yeah, I mean if you know the technique, I don't see where the disconnect would be if you had to apply some technique to somebody and karate size somebody in the club. I mean I don't you know I don't I don't I think they'd be pretty pretty uh, fierce. Yeah, that's about. That's about it on that. Question number five. What do you think of Chrissy Teigen's scandal and cancellation? Okay. Oh, uh, boy. Mm. I don't usually... I don't know. Okay, for, for those of you that don't know, Chrissy Teigen um, has been exposed for sending sh- some shocking cruel messages to other women on social media not recently but i mean she was recently exposed but these messages from what i understand like go back i don't know close to 10 years she like um told courtney Court, courtney stodden or some some something quite like that yeah courtney stodden to like go to sleep forever or uh, i know she was mocking Lindsay lohan I, I, you know, I I caught a little wind of this kind of stuff and um, she says some chronic, some, some, (laughs) she says some cruel things, you know. Uh, I know she called the the woman teen mom, uh, the teen mom, uh, Farah Abraham, she called her a whore. Chrissy, you know, Chrissy, she says some stuff. She says some stuff, you know. This is what I'm trying to say, you know. Celebrities are not perfect people. So it really shouldn't surprise anybody when these people reveal their humanity you know reveal that they're not little mini gods walking around on earth amongst us you know so it's unfortunate because she's like put on this pedestal you know and you know she she's married to john legend who i love i love his music and um the 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 projects that he identifies with um, it's unfortunate for Chrissy and for them because they have this, like, beautiful family image and whatnot, but at the same time, it's like, it's kind of like, who hasn't said something bad about someone else at some point in their life? You know, nowadays, you, you, back in the day, you said something like that, and you might get over it a little bit later and come to terms, hey, I'm sorry, I apologize for it, but now, man, you know, these these these, these text messages and these social medias and these camera phones you know they just kind of make it so things last forever And you I do believe that you can um, have a change of heart or a transformation that years later that when this stuff comes up, maybe you don't feel this way at all or maybe you already realize how stupid it was um, or how unfair uh you were i'm not i don't want to sit here and defend chrissy uh, a chrissy i don't want i don't want it to come off like i'm just but i just want to make the point that like celebrities they're just people that's it they're just people they have shortcomings like me and you you know it shouldn't surprise anybody at all that chrissy hasn't done everything in her life perfectly it's it's just the bar of um i don't know what it is but the 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 level the expectations people put on these celebrities is just ridiculous quite frankly um but with that said you know the things that Chrissy said she really was mean you know to insinuate that Lindsay Lohan you know <laughs> put some more slits in her wrist or whatever, whatever that statement was. Um, That was, you know, you guys have to research the statements for yourself. I'm, I I, I don't, I'm just going through core right now and I'm, I'm not going to research everything that I'm replying to on the spot. But um, yeah, I mean, she says some, some, some nasty things, some things that I wouldn't, I would never say to anybody i would never tell even my worst enemy you know go slit you put something insinuating that you know she she adds a few more slits to her wrist uh, i just wouldn't say anything like that but she did you know now she's ended up losing i don't know if I'm, she's losing endorsements but she's i know that the um the cravings cookware or whatever she was doing That cravings cookware, something like that. I heard that that got pulled out of Macy's and uh, maybe Target as well. You know, uh, I think she had something coming up with Bloomingdale's or whatever, and that promotion got canceled. It's this cancel culture is real. You know, um, maybe it shouldn't be so real. Maybe people should be more forgiving because I I tell you, when I look uh, at the reflection in the mirror, I am by far. I'm the first to admit I am not a perfect person myself. So um, yeah, I, I it's unfortunate. it really is. She's gonna miss out and lose a lot of money over this. Hopefully there there's a, a way for for everybody to move on, you know, um, because I don't care what it is. Nobody wants one thing to define the rest of their life. I just think that, like, sometimes people say stuff in anger that they really don't mean. And that doesn't make it right that Chrissy said what she said to them. But um, it just goes to show she herself is not a perfect person, you know. And for her to sit there and point the finger, uh, you know, say some stuff about these other girls, it reveals her own heart. And that's 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 the tragedy in all this. People have looked at Chrissy Teigen as like this. I mean, she is. I don't know. I, I feel like she's like I'm trying to think. Twenty years ago, maybe it was Julia Roberts. You know, I, I feel like Chrissy Teigen has been given the red carpet treatment. She's like American sweetheart, and we find out that she's imperfect. I don't think I can say anything else more about that okay let's move on let me find another question here question number where am I I guess I think I'm on number six yeah that is I'm not gonna answer this one okay number six here we go you're getting on a plane and it's only a two-hour flight what celebrity someone famous for his her work in movies or TV active in politics or sports or in art would you most like to like to sit next to and why (sighs) man that is a tough question oh man uh man i got like unfortunately most of the guys most of the people i'd want to sit next to are some big 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 people so i don't i don't know if i'd really want to sit next to them i just want to have conversation with them but um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say steve harvey you know steve is steve harvey is a is a man that doesn't mind revealing his imperfections his vulnerabilities he's a guy i've listened to i listened to the steve harvey morning show for about three or four years straight the strawberry letter all that stuff that stuff was great i loved it uh but i really i got into him in a very difficult time in my life when i was going through anxiety and general anxiety disorder and panic attacks and basically i had um i've never smoked marijuana in my life and you know it's all become legalized in several states and i was real down and depressed and with some friends from college their one of them's mother worked at a dispensary so she brought these like these cookies these little like look like little nestle quick cookies they were about the size of a 50 cent piece and they gave me a couple of these cookies and I didn't eat them uh, on the trip when I was actually with him but I ended up trying one of these cookies and I was alone my friends didn't tell me that you're only supposed to eat a quarter of the cookie or whatever I mean hey listen don't I'm not giving anybody any advice better look up do your own research on how much you're supposed to eat but you're definitely not supposed to eat the whole cookie and nobody really warned me about that, so I'm just kind of hungry one day, and I'm like, man, look at these cookies. I've been staring at them, sitting here, and so I ate one, and I ate the whole thing, and I had a panic attack, that lasted about four hours. It was it was it was god awful. It was just the most terrible situation I've I've ever had. And as I tried to make sense of what happened to me um, from that cookie. Like, I was doing research. Like, that, that day was awful. A panic attack, let me explain something. A panic attack isn't, I think things don't feel good. A panic attack is, I know I'm getting ready to die. I mean, you think it's red alert. You, you think it's over. I was certain it's over. And all I could think about was, oh my, man, look at this. My, my poor mother's going to have to... Come all the way out to California and clean up my apartment. This is terrible. (laughs) I mean, that's the kind of thoughts I was having. It was awful. But um, the worst part of that was in trying to research and figure out what had happened to me. Because nothing like that had ever happened. And reading about the symptoms, I triggered them again. And I ended up having another panic attack. And panic attacks, anxiety are very scary experiences for the person having them you know there's actually a chemical a chemical reaction that takes place in the body that lasts like i think three minutes at minimum for it to and that's a long three minutes when it's happening let me tell you so it was very hard for me to calm down and um because i had one without any like substance imbo- involved it freaked me out and so i started becoming scared of having more and more panic attacks so then like i i the fear of having more and more panic attacks and what situation i might be in when i have one was causing me to have them it's like the expression there's nothing to fear but fear itself like i feel like whoever came up with that expression must have been dealing with panic attacks, (laughs) because, like, I don't know how else you could coin it so, so perfectly, but, um, yeah, so, so anyways, like, my life just, I started spiraling into this cloud of, of, of depression, you know, and I, I, I had, people telling me you you know maybe you need to get on medication and I didn't want to get on medication because I didn't want to feel like okay I'm only feeling good because I'm on medication and I felt like that might be more damaging and more depressing for me in the long run so I had to find a new routine you know part of that routine was getting on my exercise bike every morning for 30 minutes pumping serotonin into my uh bloodstream and listening to steve harvey and the morning steve harvey's morning show like every morning and the stuff he would say uh i mean some of the things that steve says he breaks down so profoundly like i don't know maybe i'm giving him too much credit but in my life he was a bit of a light in in the dark. You know. Literally. I looked forward to listening to him. Every day. And when the weekend came. And he wasn't on. It was like. Oh, you know. Um, ironically. I ended up working on a project. With Steve Harvey. But he wouldn't know it. Because. Um, I created this video. And we were pitching this. Reality TV show. The constituents between him and I wouldn't introduce me <laughs> to him, unfortunately. So, um, while I think my name, my logo was on the project, I hope it was. Um, it was last time when I handed it off to them, to, to and they asked me to put his, his name and logo on it. So, um, you know, all the various production companies, all the various producers of the project, we were all... <sighs> Put on the title, the credits. And um, so I was actually technically doing a project with Steve Harvey. But I ain't never got to meet him out of that situation. So um, yeah, that kind of sucked. But he's a guy I would love to spend a couple hours with. And just think, just, you know, talk with, laugh with, um, and listen to, you know. That would be a sheer joy for me. Sheer joy. All right. Question number seven, the last one. How can I become a freelance model photographer? Hmm. Freelance model photographer. The freelance part isn't difficult. (laughs) But, um, you know, you got to get good with the technology. You got to get good with cameras. Shoot, these days... When I, it's even easier. I mean, you get you a nice iPhone, a nice phone camera. You find some models that want to create their portfolios on Instagram, and uh, you can pretty much start practicing right there. You know, and eventually, you have no choice but to get better. You know, it's like a muscle that you work out. So you just find you some some subjects, some model subjects that uh are working on their modeling career and you trade services you know that's what tfp is trade for prints or trade for um what's the other expression trade for whatever tfp okay so (laughs) you guys trade 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 for time or whatever and um basically while they're putting together their portfolio you're 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 shooting you're going to you're going to want to invest in learning how to use DSLRs or you know mirrorless cameras and uh, these newer technologies you're going to want to learn how to do that because that's what's going to separate you from everyone else a lot of people you know are going to be able to shoot with a phone but you know there's times when if you're really going to be serious about this, there's times when models are going to ask you for jobs that require flash photography. And, uh, you know, there are photographers that, like, just do natural light photography. You know, I think when I, yeah, I mean, shoot, when I first started, I, I just pretty much did natural light photography. Everybody starts that way. If you ain't got the money to go buy some some strobe lights, you ain't got no choice but to be uh, a natural light photographer. So, um, you know, you just got to start practicing. Get to know how to work the camera. last thing you want to do is be taking, you know, three hours to move through settings and figure out what it's going to look like. You, you don't use, you're going to learn some things on your shoot, but you don't use the shoot to learn your camera. You know, you learn your camera before you, you, you get to the, to the playground, you feel me, so, um, yeah, so, you know, eventually, you start shooting a few people, the model starts to tell other people, they, they, they talk a little bit, or people see your pictures, and they, they will inquire, you know, um, if you're getting better, if you're shooting often enough, that you're, you're training the muscle often enough, that you're getting good, and then that's how it happens. It starts to take a life of its own. You're gonna have to build a website, or you can kind of get away with just an Instagram page nowadays, or um, you know, some other type of social media. But yeah, you you gotta have a portfolio to show people your work, you know. And uh, it'll just happen. It'll just happen. If you're any good, they'll start asking you. When they start asking you. That's when you really know you're in a good place, okay. But for in the beginning, getting used to directing models for through posing and whatnot, and finding your shots, you can pretty much get get started with just a good cell phone, good cell phone camera. You know, uh, I would I would. But I you know, hey, look, you don't want to do paralysis by analysis. So the best thing to do is just start start shooting. You know, and just let the models know honestly where you're at. Don't try to charge charge them money. You're not at that level yet. Just say, hey, look, you know, we can spend an hour together and um, try to get some shots. And hopefully, you'll get one or two shots that they can use. You know, don't wear them out. Don't think they can do a three, four-hour shoot for you and you know, eight, eight, eight wardrobe changes and all that kind of stuff. No, don't, don't, don't even attempt it like that you know you just get a little time in here and there and um you're going to get a few people that that are willing to do that because they figure they're going to get something out of it everybody has to get something out of it you got to get something she or he they got to get something and then that's how it is okay so that's my seven questions today from cora i hope you guys enjoyed this episode second episode of the casting guy um Hey, you know, check out, check, check out, I, I, I'm launching the website, thecastingguy.com. Hopefully right now it's up. I'm having some problems connecting it to the custom domain. I'm going to have some sponsors up there, some affiliate affiliate offers up there. Guys, go ahead and, you know, patronize that stuff. That's the kind of stuff that, like, makes it so I can spend the time to do these episodes for you. Um, I'm gonna put all types of stuff up there. If you guys want, you can also check out my website, ACX Lifestyle. It's a women's fashion store online. Uh, ACX Models, ACX Images, my photography site. I've got a blog on there, a uh, fashion beauty blog on there. Yeah. So, okay. Thank you guys. It's been fun. And, uh, We will do the next one soon. Okay, signing off. Peace.